RadioInfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting. What's going on now and what's soon to happen? Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping. Dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen. Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear. The voice of the people, seriously, that flavor. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. It's been a crazy week, Um, I'm running on empty, but uh, life is still alright, there's no no complaints here. Our world is in a crazy place, everybody. Um, When we started this podcast, it was a lot of, I was talking, it was almost like TMZ, and we're talking a lot of uh, Hollywood stuff and Kardashian stuff and Kanye West stuff and it's kind of morphed into more political because of the crazy stuff that's happening in our world and that's okay because you know Kardashian stuff is not important today and uh, you know a lot of that stuff happening in Hollywood is not important but what's happening um, in Washington is and it's not just Washington it's all around our country with um a lot of racial affairs are becoming really funny these days, and I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of this stuff is becoming very scary. Um, one of the examples I'm talking about is, I don't know anything about this actor, I, I believe he's on the show Empire, um, it's Jesse Smollett, I believe his name. He was attacked, I think it was in a in a garage at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, he's, an, he's an African-American guy, uh, he's, he's homosexual. And he was attacked by two masked men, and he was beaten, and they were yelling homophobic and uh, racial slurs, all right? Mr. Jesse Smollett came out and said, the other thing he said was they were yelling, it's MAGA country, okay? Make America great again, okay? They were yelling that. That's what he said. Now, since that happened, and it might have been a couple weeks ago, uh, I am disgusted in the amount of people who don't know him personally that are questioning his story. Now, from what I hear, once again, I don't really know much about him. I don't know him personally. I don't know him from Adam. If somebody comes out with that story and it's not legitimate, that makes you batshit crazy. All right. So I haven't heard any stories before or after indicating that he's crazy. So I would have to believe his story. Who's going to come up with that shit? Who's going to say somebody beat me and came up with homophobic and racial slurs and saying they were yelling, it's MAGA country. Somebody's going to make that shit up. If you in your mind think he made that up, I think you should look in your mirror. Okay. Once again, it's possible, but why would you come to that conclusion right off the bat? Because our country's in a funny place, man. Everybody's defensive. Like if somebody's wearing a MAGA hat, right away everybody assumes something. And I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm there too. If somebody walks up and they have a MAGA hat, I'm gonna look at their hat, I'm gonna look at them. Unfortunately, um in my mind I'm gonna think, I don't like that dude. And that's wrong. And I think our country's in a funny place, man. It really is. Kamala Harris, um, who is running for a presidency. Uh, She don't have a chance, I don't think. Um, She's running for presidency. Black people 
and, and and hopefully you guys know I'm black, okay? I think it's essential that I say that because if anybody thought I was white, some of the things I say might get misconstrued, and that's also sad. Uh, Kamala Harris has to come out and say that I'm proud to be black because black people are saying that she's not black enough. Are you shitting me? What does that even mean anymore? She's not black enough. I, I don't, the whole world right now is in a funny, 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 funny place. And like, once again, if you're a Caucasian and you think that Jesse Smollett is lying about this, you suck. If you're a black person that thinks that Kamala Harris is not black enough, you suck. Because that doesn't mean anything anymore. I, I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and... And they said something like, well, you don't sound like a black guy. And I said, are you shitting me? It's 2019. I'm educated. You mean I don't sound like who? Obama? You sound better than Obama? Let's stop saying that. Let's stop saying it. It's this. Our country's in a funny place, man. All the stuff that's happening in Washington with these shutdowns and all that crazy crap where, you know, when this whole thing started... Trump was offered $1.6 billion to do whatever he has to do with his fence or his picket fence or whatever he's going to do. Um, we had a shutdown that cost uh, the, the country $6.1 billion. Okay. He, he, he was offered $1.6. We had a shutdown, cost the country $6.1 billion, and he settled for $1.3 billion. Does anybody think anybody sounds educated anymore? Are the people running this country smart? Because they don't sound smart. We're going to spend billions of dollars. You take that $1.6 billion and secure our borders. Fences don't work, people. They don't work. If you put 55 miles of fence, they'll go 56 miles and walk around the fence. That's not where the drugs are coming from, people. That nobody lugs drugs on their shoulders. They put them in planes. They put them in trains. They put them in automobiles. They put them in submarines. The, my boy El Chapo, okay, his trial comes out, and literally, this is how he was bringing drugs here. Boats, trains, planes, tractor trailers, and submarines. Please let me know where a fence helps. Please. Because a fence is not stopping any of those that I just this talked about, Okay. He's tunneling the way through. He's tunneling under fences. You cannot stop money. Can't stop it. And when you hear Donald Trump speak, unfortunately for me, and maybe fortunately for you, when he talks about the fence, he's also talking about Mexican people who he's also putting in the light that they're all criminals. Every last one of them. He don't want none of them here. Listen to him speak. He's, he wants to believe that a fence is going to stop our crime. Hey, Donald, white people and black people, American people are killing people too. Way more than Mexican. Look it up. So this whole thing is crazy. They're coming through the point of entries. A wall is not going to help. It's not. So there's rallies going on there in El Paso, Trump's at El Paso, and there's uh, the Beto guys having rallies that are against Trump and Trump's people are, and then Trump has to say that he has more people than it's, oh God, it's, it's too much for me. Okay. And what we're watching now is really the demise of our country. 
and I've been doing this podcast for maybe over a year now, and it seems like our country has dipped a whole lot um, in one year. It really has, especially with race relations. And when we have our beloved president, um, my girl, uh, the Republican uh, or, or a representative, I think her name is Alan Omar, okay, and she's a Muslim with uh, the headdress and the whole nine yards, which I think would put the, the hair in the back of Donald's uh, neck would stand up. Uh, she came up with an anti-Semitic comment, which was wrong. It was wrong. No doubt. Trump and the audacity of him said that she should resign because of her comment. Now, Trump's dude, Steve King, came out and said he's a nationalist. And Trump was like, okay, that's cool. That's all. Crickets, nothing. He didn't say nada about saying he's a nationalist. If I sat down with somebody and said they're a nationalist, I'm out. Because the last time I checked, look it up. That ain't good, okay? It ain't good. And I think that MAGA thing means nationalist, be honest with you, if you really think about it. Because Trump said he's a nationalist too, by the way. Um, and, you know, uh, Miss Omar said something that was anti-Semitic. And I'm watching the show and they pull up Trump saying the exact same thing, exactly, and he wants her to resign. He said the exact same. So you want somebody to resign because they said something racially insensitive? <laughs> I mean, is anybody watching? Is anybody watching? And if you're a Trump fan, good for you, but I don't get it. I don't get it anymore. I really don't. And the young lady says something wrong, apologizes. Our president says things wrong every day, and he ain't apologized for shit, not one time. And he won't. He won't. And why? You know why he won't? Because he never has. And why would he? Because he's never taken a step backwards because daddy gives him money. Daddy gives him a lot of money. He, he can't stop calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. Fucking Stop. Stop. Donald, everybody's telling you it's racially insensitive. Stop. He's done it a hundred times and he won't stop doing it. If somebody tells me something's racially insensitive, I'll stop doing it. You know why? Because I have a soul. Like I have One of my best friends in the world is, is, is Japanese, Raymond Sakawi. I grew up with him since first grade, since kindergarten. That's my dude. Okay. And we joked all, we wasn't even joking. I called him Oriental his whole life. He, I heard it come out of his mouth, Oriental. Now somebody goes, you can't call somebody Oriental. I was like, okay. So then I ask Asian people, is it insensitive to call you Oriental? If they say yes, I'll stop doing it because I have a soul. I think America is losing their soul. Our soul is going because we just don't care. We don't care if it's insensitive anymore. Oh, you don't want everybody got to be politically correct. No, stop being a freaking asshole. Okay, stop being an asshole. That's important in my world. Okay, incense. I'm I'm not I'm not that fuddy duddy dude that I'm picking this and that. I'm not that dude. But you know, just conform a little bit, just just a, a little bit. But our world right now in the United States of America, with our our, our leader, um, is really changing everything that's happening around us. Okay. We just got this deal. It's settled for $1.6 billion. Trump said he's not happy about the border deal. Um, it's not doing the trick. And a national emergency is coming up. It's coming, people. He, he's not happy. He's not happy with what happened. He doesn't, um, he won't concede a loss. 
and he lost. He won't concede it. And whatever, it's coming. A national emergency is coming. And he doesn't care who is on his side or not. And that's what's scaring me about what's happening in our government is our government, a.k.a. Donald Trump. It's not it's not our government anymore. It's Donald Trump and everybody else, because everybody else around him is very leery of what's happening in, in, in their world. Our government is not caring about rules anymore. They, they don't care about rules. They're, they're going to skate around rules. So he's going to figure out a way to get that damn wall. I guarantee that. That's a guarantee. And with all the stuff happening around, you know, there's now where, you know, Republicans even are like, okay, it's enough, man. It's enough. And whatever Donald Trump does, and he told us a long time ago, he can go and slay the necks of 58 puppies in uh, uh, Times Square and nobody's going to give a rat's ass. And he's right. Whatever he does, his popularity doesn't go down. It stays the same. He has that base and they're not going anywhere. And that 40% of America, which won't move, it won't move. 40% of America is in his pocket and they won't move. That's going to reelect him. It's enough to reelect him, I'm telling you. Because everybody else is going to kind of divvy up the other 60%. And he's going to win again. If he survives the next 10 years, if Mueller doesn't get him. Now, when Mueller starts getting him, and that's about to happen. When Mueller comes out and says, yo, dog, you've been sleeping with Putin. You've been tossing his salad. Uh, you got to go. You know what the Republicans going to say? It was unfairly blah, 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 And they were against him and they're against us. And we don't, we're not going to uh, deal with, they're not going to say, okay, let's go. Let's go. I'm going. And it's not going to happen. I'm telling you. So this thing is going to turn out very, very poorly, real, real quick. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you that. And our president that swears, you know, I, I think it's funny when they go back and they replay a lot of his, um, campaign promises, which is, they're funny, uh, when he's dogging Obama for golfing once a year and, you know, dogging Obama for all the things that he did and he's doing it tenfold and way, way worse. Uh, they said they looked at Donald Trump's um, schedule and it was chock full of a, a, a executive time. And now we find out what he's doing with his executive time. He has a, uh, he built a golf simulator in the White House. Um, that costs fifty thousand dollars. Doesn't matter how much it is, but uh, well, there's there you go. Where that's where his time is, because everybody around him says he doesn't read briefings, he doesn't listen to anybody around him anymore, and he's just doing his own thing. Because if you listen to him, he's a an expert of everything that's going around in our world. He is an expert, and this national emergency thing is coming, and there's nothing we could do about it. I, I think even his people are wincing, but they're not moving. They're staying. They're not going anywhere. Trump has his people and they ain't going nowhere. I'm telling you. So the race relations in our world and our country is in a funny place, man. You want to say that as you progress, it's 2019. As you progress, I wouldn't have thought in, in, you know, in 1995, that our country would be like this in 2019. I would never thought that. But it's going downhill. It's not getting better. Race relations are not getting better in the United States of America. If you think they are, you're living in a different world. Put the TV on and watch it. I'm telling you, it's not. I wish it was. It's it's not. So where we go from here, don't know. Um, we still have quite a while to go before 
the election. There's still a lot of things to happen. I don't know if he's going to survive it. But in the next two years, we're going to see some shit. Because every single day in our government, we see something that has never happened before. And it's going to keep on getting worse. Hey, for some people, it may be getting better. I don't know. I can't speak for you. But in my world, it's getting worse. And when a, you know, established black gay man gets beaten, you know, in a parking lot and he tells his story and nobody believes him, you should check yourself. You should check yourself. And when black people are telling Kamala Harris she's not black enough, the fuck does that mean anymore? What does it mean anymore? It's, it's, we're in a funny, funny place and hopefully improves, but I, I, I don't see it improving under this regime because this regime has um, things that are stopping it from improving, we'll say. There's definitely barriers in this regime for sure. So let's hope that we all survive this regime and get on to the next one and see what happens after that. When we look back on Donald Trump's regime when, 10 years from now, we're going to go, wow, how in the hell did we survive that? That's a guarantee. That Richard Nixon crap, that wasn't nothing. That wasn't nothing. When we look back at this one 10, 20 years from now, we're going to go, Jiminy Crickets, how the hell did we do that? Why did we do that? How do we allow that to happen? That was crazy. So enjoy it while you can. If everybody wants to uh, email me, um, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. I have a whole lot of other uh, podcast going on, so you can check us out through uh, Radio Influence. And um, well, I appreciate you guys sitting back and listening. The numbers have been going up, so that's a good thing. And I appreciate you guys allowing me to uh, spew all this rhetoric. And uh, whether you agree with me or not, it's not really important as long as you listen. And I do appreciate that. I'm signing off. Uh, I'm on air Monday through Friday on 620 WDAE and also 95.3 FM with Ron Diaz. So make sure you tune in and have a wonderful week. And please stay out of trouble. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. Bringing that flavor. This is a Beyond the Badge with Vincent Hill Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I'm going to move on and talk about this Jesse Smullett attack, if you will. And I'm going to break down why I feel there was nothing going on, just like a whole lot of other people feel that way too but they're scared to talk about it in the mainstream media there is video of him without the rope and then in less than 60 seconds you can see him walking into the building with the rope around his neck so we would have to assume that in less than a minute two guys wearing masks by the way two guys wearing masks approach him punch him assault him for several seconds have time to get out the bottle of bleach or whatever it is, pour it on them. Like, first of all, keep in mind, think about this. I just said it was 17 below zero. Whatever would have been in that bottle would have been frozen already. It would have been 
frozen, just like when you see people throwing water in the air when it's that cold and it turns to ice immediately. So, yeah, in less than a minute, two guys come up, punch him repeatedly in the face, pour this bleach on him, tie a rope around his neck, and get away. Because, again, there's surveillance footage of him without the rope, and then less than a minute later, there's footage of him walking into his apartment with the rope around his neck. Now, he says he fought back. So either you're Bruce Lee and Mike Tyson combined, and you can fight off two attackers in 30 seconds or less, get back to your door with the rope still around your neck, and they get away. Man, that that's pretty good. Like, I got good fighting skills, but I don't think I can fight off two people that quick. They get away, and then I walk in the apartment with the rope. Beyond the Badge with Vincent Hill can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and RadioInfluence.com.